0: Self directed IRA. Everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. Welcome to another episode of Bits. Today's episode will setting up a self directed IRA trigger any 1099 issues for you? Well, let's find out. So before we get started, let's just talk about the two types of self directed IRAs, right? There's a self directed IRA that essentially is a custodian controlled IRA, meaning You roll your funds from a traditional bank or brokerage firm directly to the IRA custodian, i.e. IRA financial. And then from there, IRA financial will send the funds to the investment, whether it's real estate or private investments, hedge funds, private equity, real estate fund, cryptos, whatever it is, and the investment is in the name of the IRA. So in that case, if the IRA buys, real estate, or there's a loan fund, and there's some type of 1099 from the investment provider, that 1099 will flow back to the IRA. And in that case, it's pretty simple, right? The 1099 recipient is the IRA, for example, IRA Financial Trust Company for the benefit of Adam Bergman's IRA. And generally it matches up with the account holder, which would be the IRA. And from a 1099 standpoint, you don't have many issues since um, if the IRS does receive the 1099 and there's some type of automated under-reporter program, they'll see it's an IRA and you don't have really much to worry about in terms of dealing with IRS notifications in terms of where the taxes. But let's turn to the self-directed IRA LLC or checkbook control IRA. In that case, the IRA generally Wholly owns an LLC or owns a percentage of an LLC. The LLC is basically a pass through vehicle that's a special purpose entity that's essentially set up to make an IRA investment. A LLC is managed by the IRA owner. And as per the case law in Swanson v. Commissioner, 1996 tax court case, and multiple other tax court and other um, related IRA cases, the IRA owned entity can be managed by the IRA owner without triggering a prohibited transaction. Therefore, self-recorded IRA or checkbook control IRAs have become a very, very popular medium for IRA investors who want to have a little bit more control, limited liability protection, right? That's the main advantage of using an LLC or a limited liability company is you get limited liability protection, which means that all the other assets outside of the LLC is shielded from creditor attack. So if you own multiple real estate properties, most smart real estate IRA investors will set up special purpose, separate LLCs for each real estate. So if there's an issue with one LLC or one property, I should say, and there's not enough insurance or God forbid there's something tragic that happens, creditors can't go after other IRA properties or assets. So because the cost of setting up LLCs are so minimal and can be done so quickly, there's uh, really not a lot of reason not to have separate LLCs for separate real estate and other IRA investments. And that's been the trend for really the last 10 plus years. So what happens if a self directed IRA LLC has a brokerage account, say Fidelity, or let's say there's an investment in a private equity fund or real estate fund, or a loan fund, and there's some type of 1099 that's issued. Now, in most cases, the investment funds will not issue 1099s, they're generally gonna issue K-1s, but it's possible that depending on the investment, mostly in the traditional brokerage setting, where let's say your self-directed IRA LLC has a brokerage account and there's interest or dividends um, or other gains like capital gains, 1099 cap, a 1099 will be issued. But who will it be issued to? Well, when you're opening a brokerage account, and let me focus on the brokerage example, because this is the most common time, I would say, or the occurrence where a 1099 gets issued. So if you have an IRA LLC and you don't want to have a different brokerage account for your IRA traditional investments, you'd rather just have it all together in one LLC. So you have your real estate, let's say your cryptos, your hedge fund, (coughs) excuse me, and your stocks and mutual funds etfs under one llc umbrella you need to open a brokerage account well the good news is ira is working on a partnership with fidelity which we're going to launch shortly in um second um probably i hope before the summer where you'll be able to buy robo investments and soon equities and this way you won't have to deal with 1099 issues because it will be invested in the name of your IRA, plus you'll also be able to do real estate and other investments all from the same account that is coming. But now, let's say you have a brokerage account at Schwab or Fidelity or TD and you want to keep in the name of the LC, you don't want to move the money back, roll it over, send it back to TD. What happens? Well, you open a brokerage account not in the name of the IRA, but in the name of the LLC. Okay. So ABC L C. And let's say you have interest or dividends or royalties, whatever it is, generally the Brokerage firm is going to file 1099 div, 1099 interest, 1099 R, 1099 B or cap, where your capital gains. So what happens? The 1099 is not made out to your IRA; it's made out to the LLC. But we know a single member LLC, which is an LLC owned by one IRA, is a disregarded entity for tax purposes. It does not file its own tax return. So now we have kind of a I call a black hole issue, right? Where you have a situation where The LLC is getting a 1099, but there's no corresponding tax return the LLC files. Why? Single member LLCs don't file tax returns. Who's the owner of the LLC? An IRA. IRAs are tax exempt. They do not file tax returns. So you have a situation where this 1099 goes into a black hole, to an abyss, and it never gets correlated with any tax return because the IRA doesn't file a return. So what happens is you do have situations where a year, two years, even three years later, I've seen it. The LLC owner, because when you get a tax ID number, you're gonna get it in the authorized rep, the LLC, which is generally the IRA owner. We'll get a letter from the IRS stating, hey, Joe, hey, Adam, see you um, got a 1099 for 80 grand, 50 grand, 20 grand, where's the tax? It's not on your 1040, it happens. It happened for the last 10 plus years since I've been in this business. Don't worry, we got you. We'll write back a letter, it happens as the IRA custodian saying, hey, this LLC is wholly owned by Adam Bergman's IRA. Here's the statement, here's the operating agreement. That's why no tax is paid and it goes away. But I'm just preparing you, it's a lengthy process. It's letter writing campaigns between us, you, and the IRS. Right? It's not like you could just pick up the phone and say, hey, IRS, um, this LLC is on my IRA. Here's a copy of the operating agreement, copy of the statement. Um, can you leave me alone? The way the IRS works, as you probably know, not so easy. It takes time. It's literally letter writing like we're back in the 70s or 80s. So it gets resolved. I've been doing this 12 plus years, and I've never had a 1099 issue go unresolved. It just takes time, okay? So just be aware. Now, if your LLC has two IRAs or two owners, it's going to follow a partnership return. So in that case, it will match up, right? The 1099 will be reported... On the 1065 partnership return, and you're not gonna have any issues in terms of underreporting that income because on the partnership return and then on the K1s, which goes to the IRA, IRA which is the owners of the LLC, and also copied to the IRS, there will be a box check that shows that the owner is an IRA, which will then put the IRS at ease that there's no underreported income. But in the case of a single member LLC, where the LLC is owned by one IRA, These situations occur, these black hole abysses occur, where these 1099s get sent to the IRS, they travel down a black hole, and because the single member LLC is not filing a tax return, there's a unreported, unbalanced, um, unequal um, situation where the IRS, depending on if these forms are part of their program, which is a IRS automated underreporter program could trigger a letter. Now, the interesting thing is this happens occasionally, but if you look at their IRS automated underreporter program, at least from what the IRS has provided publicly, it doesn't seem like 1099's interest miss R's or um, B capital gains are on it based off what the IRS has disclosed the 1099c for cancellation of dividends 1099k for merchant card 1099r for ira's and formal k distributions 1099 changes in capital control and 1099 mis are part of this automated underreporter program where this 1099 let's say mis goes into a computer and if they don't see that income on your 1040 bang you get an automated letter the 1099 interest royalty um, the R, the capital gains, and the B, excuse me, and the R for royalties doesn't seem to be part of this automated program, which is why I don't get thousands of these letters a year. I get a handful over the last 12 years. But don't worry, if you do get it and you're a client of IRA financial, we ha- we'll help you up. We'll help you write the letter, we'll write the letter and we'll offer obviously the proof that the LLC is wholly owned by an IRA. We'll send them a copy of the statement copy the operating agreement and it will go away. So I wanted to do a podcast on this because it's a topic that comes up and um, usually people freak out because they get a letter from the IRS saying, hey, Joe, hey, Adam, you owe us X dollars or where is this $80,000 of unreported income? And then they call us freaking out and then we explain to them, no, no, don't worry. This is why it happened. You have a brokerage brokerage account in general, you've gotten interest dividends or capital gains. The brokerage firm um, automatically, since they see an LLC, in some cases, these brokerage accounts don't disclose the owner, the beneficial owner of the brokerage account is an IRA, thus they issue these 1099s. And sometimes even if they know, they don't really repress reporting, they automatically issue the 1099s because it's just easier to just have a blanket system to issues 1099s irrespective of, of the beneficial owner of the LLC. And then those forms go into this black hole. And because there's no corresponding tax return filed by that single member LLC, it happens where letters are issued at some point in the future. And then it's up to you. And if you're a client of our financial, us will help you um, deal with these letters and then obviously uh, respond to them with evidence and proof that the IRA is the sole owner of the LLC. And that's why. The income is not reported on a 1040 because it is not taxable. IRAs are tax-exempt. That's why you use IRAs to make investments. And the brokerage firm simply issued a 1099, uh, which inadvertently, because there should have been a repression of, or the reporting should have been repressed. Um, but again, a lot of these brokerage firms just do not do that. So hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. If you have a self directed IRA without an LLC, um, yeah, you just learned something. This, this podcast probably isn't super relevant to you because the 1099s will mesh with the ownership since it will be IRA financial trust for the benefit of Adam. But an IRA and the 1099 will be in the name of the IRA, you're not going to have letters sent to you because the letter would go to the IRA custodian, us, and that doesn't happen. But in the case of a single member LLC, where the owner's ABC LLC or XYZ LLC, in some cases the broker's firm, does not know who the beneficial owner is. IRA, and they just issue the LLC, the K, the 1099, and since the LLC does not file a tax return, bang, you got the situation. Or a letter will be um, formulated by the IRS, and then we will help you address it and uh, make it go away. If it's a multiple-member LLC, more than one owner, and, and there's an IRA there, there'll be K1s, um, and because the multiple-member LLC will file a 1065, that 1099 income will be reported on the 1065 since the owners are iras that income will be basically not subject to tax right because all partnership income flows through to the owners and since the owners do not pay tax um you you don't have a uh, underreporting issue so there you go uh, another episode of adbit so if you guys enjoyed it if you're watching on youtube thank you if you are listening on apple spotify soundcloud wherever you are listening to your podcast Uh, So thank you. Don't forget to subscribe. This is a weekly podcast that uh, tackles a bit of self-directed information each week. So generally, you get a whole selection of various topics from IRAs, 401Ks, alternative assets, tax topics, um, you name it, you got it. So if you are interested in uh, learning about retirement accounts and an alternative take on retirement accounts, including using alternative assets to invest, using retirement funds, this is the best place for you to get that information. So love doing these podcasts, these videos. So hope you guys enjoy it. Have a great rest of your week and talk to everyone again shortly. Take care.